welcome to Season 2, Episode 13 of the Potter Discussion. I'm your host, Oscar, and here on the Potter Discussion, we discuss some of Harry Potter's deepest and darkest theories, tidbits, and little Easter eggs you might have missed, and you probably did. Alrighty, today, as I promised I would, I have a theory for you about Dumbledore. And this theory is about why I think... Dumbledore was an animagus. Was, is, however you want to say it, but he had the ability to transform into a different animal. And it's a very strange scenario. That's all I'm going to say for now. You definitely have to find out for yourself. But uh, at the end of this episode, I will read another review. So if you think it's yours you should definitely stick around and hear it. If you want your review read, or if you haven't even left one, you can go ahead and do that. And I will see it, and it will be read some point in time. You definitely look forward to that. So, without further ado, was Dumbledore an Animagus? Well, Albus Dumbledore is the super smart elder of the Wizarding Society. He defeated some kind of important wizards here and there, and continued being a pretty smart guy for his days at school, you know, the usual. There might be a little something that could surprise you, however. If you read the title, you know. I think Dumbledore is an Animagus. So, what creature does he turn into? Well, it's the first thing that comes to mind. Dumbledore is the first thing you think of when this thing is named. I'll take you a second to think it over, but it should be pretty obvious. A phoenix. Dumbledore can turn into a phoenix, but don't just take my word for it yet. I have good reason to believe this. To start, I found exactly how to become an animagus. It was a long article, so here's a quick summary. Basically, you hold a plant in your mouth for a month of your life, drink some grass juice, then you have to sing a weird song at sunrise. Ooh, very, very special. Then you slurp down some more dew off the ground where no human feet have touched, and tap your heart with your wand every day, and say a funny spell. Did I mention every single day of the process? <laughs> Fun! Then... If you're a smart little cookie and you did it right, you'll find a potion. It's where you put a shiny crystal you found and hid. Said potion is red and would cause extreme pain. Cool, (laughs) sign me up. Once extreme pain ends, you'll think of the animal you want to become and poof, congrats. Uh, You are an animagus. Dumbledore is exactly the kind of person who would experiment with this in his childhood years at school, and it has worked so well that he retained some qualities of his transformation. Let's look at the facts. A phoenix has three unique qualities that make them so special. Their abilities to heal with their tears, their strength, and their ability to keep being reborn after death. Although these things don't seem to meet the public eye when Dumbledore's concerned. He seems like a frail old man. But he's not. Let me show you some of the situations that Dumbledore has shown these things. 
For his performance in Strength, I'll direct your attention to the fourth book. Harry just returned from the third task and is a mess. He's tracking Cedric's, Cedric Diggory's dead body and is spouting nonsense. Dumbledore, Barty Crouch, and Cedric's father rush down from the stands to see what's wrong. They see there's a dead body and go berserk. Then Harry has a thing and he's like, no, no, not Cedric. Harry does not want to leave Cedric in the slightest. You know what Dumbledore does? He picks Harry up for off like off the ground. More than a hundred pounds and kicking and screaming. <sighs> Even Harry's own inner monologue is surprised Dumbledore can manage it. How how? Um uh, he's an animagus. Now, for old age. Dumbledore is clearly very old. No offense to the old guy, but, I mean, he is. <laughs> Just based on physical appearance, you can tell that he's old. He was exactly 115 years old when he died. That's kind of a lot of years. Dumbledore would have lived much longer to see his life, but it was cut short. Okay, so for the whole crying and healing business, I'll, uh, I'll paint you another picture for it. Hogwarts just defeated the forces of evil, and Harry goes up to the headmaster's office. There, he repairs his own wand with the Elder Wand he won from Voldemort. After the wand is all, Yay, I hole, shouts, shoots sparks, Harry sees the painting of Dumbledore. On the wall, you know what he does? Uh, Dumbledore in the picture cries, and Harry literally says in his head, "It felt as if tears of phoenix were falling on him. It was the same feeling, like a warm drop had slipped down his throat and into his stomach." Boom! And Dumbledore cries a lot. So this makes even more sense. But blam! Oof, I am happy with that one. I was looking forward to talking about it. So there you go. Dumbledore, in his days of life, was an animagus. He could turn into a phoenix at will. And after, like, the theory is over, but I just want to... This is something I've never done before. I want to share you. I want to share with you a theory about this theory. So, Dumbledore is an animagus, and to be an animagus, as I've explained, you find a crystal, you hide in a cave, drink some dew, cast some spells, sing some songs, drink a potion. It's a long, grueling process, and Dumbledore does seem like the kind of guy to do it. But what I think is that Dumbledore actually was born as he is and i don't say he could turn into a phoenix i think he already had these qualities like scientists say that the child that will live to 150 has already been born i think that's kind of the same situation with dumbledore he's just a normal person with extra abilities i'm sorry if you hear something in the background that's just a, the laundry so i feel like dumbledore was 
born with these like unique abilities. Like, I think his crying didn't like if you got a scrape, like it wouldn't close up, but you would feel like whole. You would feel healed. I also think if he were like he he's obviously very strong, so I can imagine he was like that in his youth, and is, is why he could beat along with the help of other people. If you haven't seen that episode, but that's why. Um, Dumbledore could have a better chance against Grindelwald, who had the Elder Wand. And I also think that's why he lived so long. And he was a great wizard, but, like, that wasn't really explained that much. So it definitely makes sense that he could be all those things without having to learn. And I think later, when he recognized that he was that similar, he just tried to be just like a phoenix. So what he did is he became a phoenix, not on purpose, but he was like, well, I'm so much like one, maybe I just am. So that's definitely something that I thought was super cool. I spotted a theory from a theory, but yeah, so I really really do like these theories because well it's especially this one because it definitely shows how little we like see the characters well not necessarily for Dumbledore but it shows how much we think we know when really there are so many like ultra defining details about them that really just throw all the cards off the table and show us a completely new perspective on almost all of them yeah I'm looking forward to making some similar theories to this Yeah, I think this theory could make sense, because if he was born with all these specific talents, it wouldn't be that hard to imagine that Dumbledore could have embodied them in a more, I don't know, permanent isn't a word, but the word, but in a more, like, solid way, like he became more of what he already was, so it wasn't like zero to hero, it was more of like 99 to 100, because he was so close to being a phoenix, he basically already was. I hope that makes sense, it didn't to me, but I had to explain it to myself over and over and over, so yeah, well, I definitely hope you enjoyed this episode, but before we go, as I promised, I would definitely read a review, so I'll pull it up right now. Alright, this was left on November 15th of 2020. This was left by Miles Scar. Miles Scar, if you're listening right now, hi, you're pretty cool. So, the caption is awesome. Here's what it says. This is such a great podcast. It is all the great theories of Harry Potter. Highly recommend. As a Harry Potter fiend, this is the perfect thing for my crazy brain. Keep it up. Well, Miles, you're not alone. I love making these two, and they does calm down my crazy Harry Potter brain as well. But if you want your review read... First of all, you can leave one. And second of all, just uh, wait for it to pop up because it definitely will. Hint, hint, it will. So, yeah, um, I hope you enjoy this episode of the Potter Discussion. If you have any questions, comments, or theories you want to hear in the podcast, you can email me. My Gmail address is thepotterdiscussion at gmail.com. That is thepotterdiscussion at gmail.com. If you want more of a one-on-one text format, you can contact my Instagram. My Instagram handle is at thepotterdiscussion. That is at thepotterdiscussion. Well, that's it for today's episode. Next episode, this is 13. I have another one about, hmm, hold on, let me check. I have all my, I have a notebook I keep all my ideas in. Let's see. Uh, 
and I'm turning the page. It is, haha, about Snape. I was about to read the caption, but <laughs> I will save that for myself until the wonderful day of Sunday when I release it. So yeah, hope you enjoyed this episode. Stay safe and wear your mask. Uh, bye bye.